Hello, darkness, my old friend. Bye bye. I've come to talk to you again. Bye bye. Because a vision softly creeping. Bye bye. Something, something when I was <laughs> sleeping. Bye bye. Welcome to the Upper Discussion Podcast. My name is Tim Blake. I'm I'm Simon Peltier. The, the order is all mixed up. Oh, the no. Only, we, I cannot say the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them, because now it's in a different order. <laughs> this is the Upper Discussion Podcast. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> this is the podcast up discussion for. Guys, I've been watching this new series on Netflix this week. It's called A Bunch of Nice Things Happen to Some Good Kids in Quick Succession. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, is it, it good? It's pretty good. It's a it's a fun filled romp through the uh, the trials and tribulations of the foster care system. Yeah, huh. that's true. Starring Neil Patrick Gre- Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Patrick Greg Tate. What's it? Does Neil Patrick Harris play like his name anymore? Does he play like every character that isn't the children? No, is he's Count Olaf. He plays but Count Olaf. So Count Olaf, like, don't they dispense with Count Olaf like fairly soon into the story? No, Count Olaf. Returns like, quite a bit under different disguises and pseudonyms. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why I thought he was multiple characters. Yeah. It's because he kind of is. It's always count. All right, and it's because it. when when they made that bad movie version of it like years ago, yeah, they, they, they very much build it as Jim Carrey plays all these characters, but really it was Jim Carrey plays this guy playing all these characters. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe some guy plays yeah. Jim Carrey plays some guy who plays all these characters. That's actually Simon's new one-man show. That he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> about. Simon being Jim Carrey, being Count Olaf. Yeah, being different characters. Yeah, you, you have you have to add on that last layer. You just need to smile about three hundred percent more than anybody has ever smiled, and then you be Jim Carrey. Yikes! Yeah, that's not bad. Actually, that's pretty good for all you people listening. That's a great smile. So you yeah. can catch being Simon Peltier at the Fringe Festival <laughs> The Simon uh, Show. Yeah, I I don't know that I would ever do a one-man show about myself. No. That would be awful. About yourself? Yeah. Hmm. Even if it was like, like maybe like a very heavily fictionalized version of my life. Mm. Right, because nice. if you're just going to play me. out your life on stage, then you're already doing that. Right? Am you just I? go on stage and like be for an hour and yeah. call it a one-man show That's about true. your life. Well, yeah. Has anyone ever done just like a fully improvised one-man show that's... Like they're not like in a character or anything; they're just being themselves. Oh, Mike, did Mike sure. Tyson's show have a script? It probably did. Did Mike Tyson have a one-man show? Yeah, it was on if Broadway for like a year. If oh. you're asking, if you're asking yourself, has this show ever been done? Yes. You mean this show specifically, where we're just and three guys talking about our lives for an hour? Because that seems like what you're talking about. Anything. Any show it's oh, been done before. If, if you're asking if any show has been done, the yeah. Is, if you're hey, like, hey, is there, take a look at has a, there been a, a show <laughs> where there's a dude on stage alone and he lights his farts on fire and also sings the national anthem? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Every presidential <laughs> debate for the past year. Especially I want to show you something. One. Yeah. And I, I don't, don't be alarmed, but I'm going to lift my shirt to do it. I have a bump I'd like you to take a look at. Um, it's like. That's just your whole go? belly. Where did the bump go? I have this bump. Literally your entire bump. And I haven't been able to look at it due to where it is placed. <laughs> there it is. It's like right where is nope. it? Nope. Out right of my here? range of out of my range of turn. Turn right? turn forty degrees. I mean that looks like a zit. It's just a zit? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm glad we did that over the podcast. I was worried maybe it was cancer, so it might I be an, to have a second opinion. Could it be an ingrown hair? Those are real bad. I don't really get hairs in on my lats. You don't you <laughs> think <laughs> maybe it's because they all grow inward. <laughs> Uh, that's the type of uh, quality content you can expect from the Up for Discussion podcast. Tom got a rowing machine. I did this get week. a rowing yeah, machine. Yeah, how's that going? It's good. I'm trying to add a minute to my workout in the morning every cool. day. So, so that like, I can gradually more, work up to half an hour. Five and then six the next day and then seven the next day and eight. Nice. Yeah. Although I jumped from six to nine the other day. That's not a minute. That's no. not one <laughs> I just got carried away. And so today I was like, screw yeah. it, I'm doing 10. And then I nice. was tired. Did your rowing machine carry you outside of your room? And you were like, whoa, I got to go back. And then it took you three minutes to go back. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's pretty good. Because that means by the end of this year, you'll be exercising for seven hours, six hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of trying to gradually shift my life in a direction where all I do is work out all day as well, like if, a job. If you can do the rowing machine with one hand and like process work stuff with the other hand, That's maybe, true. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Alternate. Uh, do you have a plan for a, a, a next uh, exercise machine or technique? Uh, I'd like to get this guy. 
The springy, okay. you know talking about the, the springy chest yeah. expander. I, I, about springy, I think, but yeah, the chest, I think your arms are up like this when you do it. I don't think they're close. Oh, you're talking about the big. Okay, so there's there's two versions, right? Saying oh, this guy okay, on yeah. a podcast, please explain to the audience. Uh, I'm talking about the sort of. It works like, your pecs, right? Where like your your arms over to your sides and you bring them to the front and then back. And exactly. Then front yeah. and then back. So it's, it's like a it's, butterfly thing. It's like exercise yeah. hugging. Like like increase it's your like hug strength. It's like exercise clapping. It's so mm, that you almost. can be real good at hugs. Yeah. And claps. So you can squeeze people until they pop. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's the next one I want because mm. right now I'm learning how to row really well so that I can like get away from things on the water really fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been in a rowboat, but it is not a fast mode of transportation. Have you seen Olympic rowers? They're Have you seen fast. me rowing? Yeah, but there's like a lot of them. Yeah. But if you... it was just Tom, it probably wouldn't be very fast. Well, what if I was in a small boat? What if, And what if he had yeah. been exercising for six hours a day <laughs> on a rowing machine? For for seven seven years. Well, or, it, What did you say? Seven hours? I, I yeah. said seven, but I miscalculated. It was six. But once six he gets up to seven day. years, if you've been doing this for seven years, you'll be exercising for like three days a day. So what regions of your body does that exercise? I haven't totally figured it out yet. It's mostly cardio. Like yeah. it's a little bit of back and like triceps, yeah. but it's mostly mm. cardio, I think. I thought, I, I thought it was like an ab thing. Well... And like it, the thing is, it's like it is primarily cardio, but you get yeah. kind of a full body workout as well. Oh, okay, like it kind of engages most yeah. of your muscles, right? You're There's pushing up with your legs, yeah, as well. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been uh, considering doing uh, doing yoga in the morning, getting up like really early, like way earlier than I need to. And then how doing... early is that? Um, well, I have class at ten thirty. Okay, which means that normally, if I wanted to just get up, have my breakfast, and leave, I'd get up around nine. Yeah. So I'd probably get up around seven thirty. Okay, so a full like hour and a half of yogi. Um, maybe not an hour and a half of yoga, but like you know, I'd get up and then uh, do some yoga, go take my shower, and then just have a really nice morning time by myself. Mm. Yeah, I like that. That's like a that's a really good. I always feel like I start my day off really well. That has that. been like the big shift since I got the rowing machine is that I'm using it in the mornings before yeah. I shower because mm-hmm. I'm not going to use it right after showering because I'm no. going to get sweaty. Yeah, but I usually like what I would do is wake up and then immediately shower and then deal with everything else after breakfast, nice. coffee, whatever. Yeah, but now I'm like. I go downstairs and work out right away, mm-hmm. and then I'm hungry, and I want some coffee with my breakfast, and then yeah. I don't shower till like an hour after I wake up, and so yeah. I spend that first hour kind of feeling dirty mm-hmm. and extra dirty because I'm also a sweaty boy. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. yeah, so you don't find that an improvement to your life. Well, what if I think it will be once I get used to that? I think that you can probably do a limited amount of breakfast before working out. You that's, just can't do a heavy breakfast. That's what I was right? going to say. Yeah. If you had like a little, like a banana or an apple. If I wake up and there's any bread left in the house, <laughs> perhaps. Hey, if you would eat the end pieces, there would have been bread. The other so, day, the other day, I wake up after Tim has gotten home at like three in the morning and made himself a midnight snack. I get up. Wonderful. And there's four end slices of bread left on top of the fridge. We had two loaves. We had two loaves. <laughs> <laughs> now we didn't have two it, loaves the day before. We had no, a limited number. It was of a one square loaf. piece yeah. of bread, and you cut all the slices in diamonds. Well, so here's right? here's the thing. I wake up, and like yeah, the day before there were probably like a few slices of bread left, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so I I kind of grumpily tweet about it, but I don't care that much. But I'm just kind of like meh. And then eventually. Tim texts back. He's like, well, I, I did leave the end pieces because I eat those. And I was like, yeah, but that doesn't count as leaving bread for someone. No. Because if here's the thing. We had two loaves, right? Yeah. So the fact that there were both sets of end pieces left means that end slices are not actual slices of bread. Because otherwise, he would have eaten the first loaf end slices mm-hmm. before I starting the second loaf. Disagree. That's, strongly disagree. Can I present my case? Go for um, it. They are, okay. they are less good slices of bread. I will agree with you that they are... They are not the optimal bread slice. Mm-hmm. And yet, when you texted me saying, like, or, or when I saw that tweet saying, Tim left me end slices, and then you, like, you claimed on Twitter that you had eaten the only egg in the house, which ended up not being true. I didn't end up eating egg. crappy yeah. barley. Um, it was, it was delicious. It was delicious barley, but then it all gooped together. It was, it was crappy by the time it was um, leftovers. Yeah. But then I read that tweet and I was excited that there was still bread in the house <laughs> that I could make my breakfast with. And then I go in the, in the kitchen and Tom has thrown out the end pieces of bread that I was desiring <laughs> to make my breakfast with. So I feel like, I don't know what I mean to I say think, by all this. I think but. at that point it means that we're equal. Even? <laughs> so even. here's Not equal. I'm still better than you, but we're even. Here's, here's my take of it as an outsider and a non-roommate of y'all. Uh, I think that means that Tim, if you want the end pieces, you need to eat the end pieces because now you know that Tom will not eat them. 
Well, so if, if you want bread and you also want to leave him some bread, which is a very kind thing for you to do, and a just a decent thing to do, you eat that. You you take it upon yourself to eat the end pieces, and then that way, if he finishes the bread, he has a moral obligation to then get more bread. Totally, which I do. Because yes. I eat bread during the daytime and not at three o'clock here's, in the morning when all the stores are closed. Here's what I think the solution to that should be: mm-hmm. is donut-shaped breads, not like bagels. I'm talking like a French loaf <laughs> that is in the shape of a donut. <laughs> not, not bagels. We're specifying this cannot be bagels right now. I'm thinking like a like a full loaf. You know, like it's like it's like a oh like like a like a bunt. You're talking about like a bunt bread. Like a bunt. You're but talking that, bunts? But a bunt is a cake. I'm talking about But a, like bread in a bunt pan. A bunt yes. bread. Yeah. <laughs> because a bunt, a bunt is just the shape of the pan. Yes. It's yeah. a bunt cake. Yes. Correct. So, so it would be a bunt yeah. bread. A bunt bread. I think bunt breads are the future of breads. That's a really good idea because then you've got the same amount of crust on every slice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, proportional to how much. Yeah. What, what do you call the other part of bread? The middle, <laughs> the slices, the, the flesh, the flesh. There's, there's, a, word, there's flesh. a word in French, but I don't know what it is in. What's the word in French? Me, me, the me. middle. That's me. Just, M- that's the middle. No, M I E. Oh, oh, right. The, yeah, the 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 my the my, my bread. <laughs> Let's see. That's why I took it off. <laughs> uh, so I do want to follow up on this mm-hmm. because I paid attention to your bread consumption because I was like, I wonder if Tim just eats anything <laughs> he kept other a journal. than bread. You eat a lot of bread. You I probably need to tone it down a little bit. I'm concerned about your bread consumption. There hasn't been a lot of other things in the house recently. We had mostly bread. We've had like other stuff too. We've had pasta. Pasta. We've had lasagna. Are you talking about we We've like had you live here? Pizza. <laughs> Simon lives in our fridge. <laughs> he really knows what sort of things we yeah. consume. No, like, but I think I, I feel like that was a little bit of a special case though, because maybe. we neither of us had gone grocery shopping. There was a single egg, a container oh, yeah. of barley, and bread. Yeah. Right? No, that was a mess. But I'm talking <laughs> since then. We then went on what was it, Saturday night mm-hmm. to buy groceries? And I have not had bread. Well, I had bread today, but I had not had bread until today. And you had had not had had bread? Exactly. And an entire loaf of bread had been eaten by the time that I woke up not today. entire. Which we, yeah. Well, except, except for the other slices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, like, there was like three good slices left. I'm all I'm saying s- is I'm concerned. There was one good slice left, which I know because I took it and ate okay. it. Okay. But okay, I'm concerned about total. the amount of bread you ate in one day. That seems like too much bread. I, Not even speaking as someone who wants access right. to bread. I'm speaking as a person who's concerned about the amount of bread you eat. I think the real question is, what was the ratio of bread to non-bread things that you ate during the day? Because if all Are we you counting ed- butter and jam, no as non-bread. <laughs> no, I would like yeah. Because if that's all you ate all day, that's a problem. But if you made like big ass sandwiches and then you made French toast for 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 breakfast, right? Because once it's know, French toast, it's not bread anymore. No, because you've it's got like, egg. Okay, mixed let, in let, it, let me try to know? tally this up. So two of those slices went to a big like egg sandwich. Okay, okay. Um, that's fair. That's. That's I a think sandwich. Acceptable. Yeah. Previous to that, was it was it just egg and it was bread? Two eggs, slice of ham, some cheese. Okay, and, that's acceptable. Know, bread and that's, that's like a meal. That's yeah, delicious. yeah, that's a good meal. Um, prior to that, I definitely had a few slices of bread <laughs> as right. as toast. I think because I often forget to eat, and then once you've forgotten to eat, you go past hunger to where you kind of feel sick. And one of the few things that you can that doesn't eat, happen to me. Well, then you just eat you're, enough. You're better you're at a making healthy, sure to eat. You're a healthy person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that's good. Congrats to you. But Thanks, Pat. dude. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. Bread is very easy to just eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so whatever. when you're like sickly, but then because it's because you're too hungry, then you can eat some bread. But once you eat two slices of bread, it actually kicks in how hungry you are, and then you're already eating bread. So, like, put in some more bread, you know? <laughs> Now I'm 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 joining Tom in that in that I'm concerned for yeah, him. Yeah, I just like moving beyond whether or not your bread consumption affects me. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned for you about the amount of bread that you eat. I think we need to have a a bread intervention versus the <laughs> amount of non-bread things that you eat. The if you ate that much, if you ate that much bread with like a lot more salads and meats and cheeses and vegetables and things oh, like I d- that. I definitely fine. have some cheeses too. Fine. We got some cheeses but, in my life. Man cannot live on bread alone. You need hey, cheeses. I said and, not or. You can't just eat a lot of bread and a lot of cheese. It's got to be a lot of bread and cheese and vegetables and meats and stuff. I mean, it doesn't pan- have to be meats. But pancakes? Pancakes count? No. Pancakes are just kind of weird bread. If it, <laughs> <laughs> if it has cake in the name, 
you should eat moderate amounts of. You can eat pan bread. Can I have rose cakes? That's <laughs> delicious. Those rose cakes are good. Yeah. My mom gave us a bunch of leftover rose cake, which is nice. like, uh, it's like yellow Lebanese cake that's oh, okay. made with rose water. Sure. Uh, but she, she, she introduces it to me and says, do you want some yellow cake before you leave? And I'm like, absolutely. Kind of expecting like, you know, yellow sheet cake. Right, because okay. yellow kind of cake flavor. is very... Like, when you buy that cake in the store, it says yellow cake on yeah, the package. Yeah, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. no, yellow cake. I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay, cool. So I take a slice, and I put it in my mouth, and it tastes like rose water. Mm. And I've got to say, that's the most alarming flavor <laughs> to not be aware you're about to eat. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, had, I had a moment kind of like that when I was in first year of university where I had a travel mug that I have to preface by saying I didn't wash as much as, as often as I should. And there was a stretch of time, like the coffee always tasted tasted fine, but there was one day, one day, one morning where I put the coffee in and because it was an insulated travel mug, I had to wait until I had to got to school before I could take a sip of it. And when I took a sip of it, it tasted like stir fry. <laughs> mm. Oh, what, what how? did you, how? I think it was just because it was really old and just, you know, I, I, I don't know why specific. And it, maybe it was like something in it reminded me of stir fry. And so I associated it to stir fry. I don't think it actually tasted like if I had taken chickpeas and carrots and whatever. But it de- that's definitely what it tasted like. And I don't dislike the taste of stir fry. I just don't want it in my coffee. Question. I think I think it's an example of a glitch in the matrix. I think that's what we're going to go with. That's possible. Because you, you put so many different flavors yeah. into the cup and every mm-hmm. time it like increments the number of flavors yeah. it needs to process to produce some side of some sort of like yeah. blend for you. But you hit some sort of integer overflow and it threw an error and then it wound up just choosing yeah. stir fry. Question. Yeah. Your go your two go to ingredients for stir fry are chickpeas and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that, you can stir fry chickpeas, right? Sure, but are those the two that you think of first as stir so fry ingredients? I, my girlfriend's a vegetarian, and she makes a lot of stir fries with those right. chickpeas because they give her protein and stuff. And then she'll add in carrots and often some kale and some onions and garlic and maybe some rice in there too. And but like I, it's just the two things. I don't know. I think of it as, as I definitely think of chickpeas, and then I feel like there's some orange in there too. And the first orange thing that I can think of that's in a stir fry is carrots, as opposed Fair to enough. oranges. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't put an orange in a stir fry. Hmm. Mm. Fruity stir fries can be nice. Yeah, like a little bit of like like fruit in the sauce, like tamarind juice. Ooh, and sure, stuff like that. fruit in the sauce. Yeah, I don't know if I'd fry the fruit though. Hmm. You, if it was an all fruit stir fry, that could be interesting. Only if it's also not fried and you just have a fruit salad. No, no, no. But I mean, like, like you know, because a, a lot of fruits taste really good when they've been like, you know, heated or roasted or whatnot. Like, oh. like a banana that has been like fried, oh, yeah, or, fried or sure. is, yeah. is so good. Mm. So if you put like fry, uh, you know, bananas and then maybe some apples. Oh yeah, like caramelized apples are really good too. Yeah, like if, if you put a bunch of like hardish. Um, uh, 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 f- fruits <laughs> together in a pan and you fried it up in like a non. Um, like like an almond oil, for example, which is you know something that is like it's not like an olive oil, which is definitely like right. has a taste that doesn't go well with fruit. I feel like that could be really good, hmm. or if you use like just sort of an a, an un unflavored uh, oil, like an unflavored coconut oil, for or example. just butter, or just butter. butter the other thing good. that I I just realized <laughs> I ate last night that was not bread, um, was uh, took a half can of baked beans with mm-hmm. maple syrup, fried up some ham. Heated up the baked beans, dump the ham in the beans, stir it around. Delicious 4 a.m. meal. So is, is that, do you think that, that offsets the bread? Mm. Maybe. I don't, I don't use this word much, but that's really ghetto. Thanks. It's pretty ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've, it would be more ghetto if I was like heating it in the can. Directly. Don't do that. But please, please promise me you'll never microwave a can. I I mean I won't, wouldn't microwave it, but what about putting it on the stove? Don't do that either. That would explode. Probably open the can first. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, what do you take me for? Um, Frankly, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but actually, like, I'm wondering: is there a point at which your body will be negatively affected by eating? too much bread regardless of what else you've also eaten because that's like you, it's a lot of gluten right like you're gonna be bloated for no, sure well gluten doesn't really it's affect a lot of you carbohydrates. Unless, unless you're gluten intolerant which i don't think i am right um it I think is a the, lot of carbs yeah. the beans yeah. will affect me because it's very hard to digest cellulose so i'll end up bloated and gassy and stuff sure um but 
I don't know. I sort of operate on the assumption that if I am missing something in my diet, my body's smart enough to tell me. So like if I have a sudden craving for broccoli, I'm like, oh, I guess I need like I just pretty much operate on the assumption that I am a pregnant woman or like a pregnant woman. Like, you know, the way (laughs) when you're... Like pregnant people often get these really weird cravings about like, oh, I just really need salami right now or pineapple or whatever it is. And it's because their body knows and that doesn't shut off the rest of your life. You're just not as aware of it because it's not as weird. So I think that like in the rest of my life, I'm just like if if, I, if my body says you need 15 slices of bread. Hey, I don't know. Maybe it does. Um, hmm. There's a lot of cases in which that's. There's a lot of reasons why that's not always true. Okay. Um, your cravings are often um, motivated by uh, what what you consume a lot. So if you consume a lot of junk food, you're going to crave junk food. But if you consume a lot of um, more nutritious foods, then that's what you that's what you're going to crave. Like I crave a I I often crave green apples because they're kind of hmm. my go to um, sweet snack. Right. Hmm. But like, but because I eat a lot of them. If I crave them, that's like I don't need more because I already eat a lot of them. That's fair enough. Mm. I've had a hell of right? craving for clementines recently because yeah. I've just mm. been eating mountains of them. Yeah, hey, did it, remember season. when I told you last night that if I woke up today and I saw those clementine peels <laughs> on your desk, I would say, You are a gross boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are a gross boy. <laughs> I just noticed now. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. but, but I think, I think I, I get by most of those, those problems by just not eating enough of anything. So, like, so that by the time you eat something, your body's so starved for nutrients that it's like fifteen slices of bread. Yeah, it's so Christmas. So to me, it's giving my body like an optimization system of like, okay, what's the most important thing? Because we really need that right now. And then I, it, it bubbles, like to, it bubbles into time, my hypothalamus, and then like I can't, I can't stop myself. I I think that every time you talk about how you live your life, I get more concerned for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hmm. here's the thing: if you were living in a situation where you never had access to other like fuller meals yeah i'd be like well tim's a bachelor yeah but i cook beautiful things and then i end up eating most of them I myself eat those. but you don't really oh i eat like one portion of them yeah and then you eat six portions of bread because <laughs> <laughs> well, the only because the barley congealed into an awful mess <laughs> that's that was one time what about fault. the what about the black I, squid ink pasta stir fry he made there were like three containers of squid ink pasta in the fridge for a couple days i after legit I made did that. not know that that was there well no, not this time. In the past. I think there's been a few times where I just, like, you put them in containers, and I'm like, oh, Tom's got some containers. Oh, no, those are always something. up for grabs. Yeah. Yeah. And do you guys live by the rule that unless it's got somebody's name on it, it's up for grabs? Oh, yeah, totally. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Except I mean, when it comes to bread, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that was more just a, a courtesy thing. It's like how I wouldn't leave no toilet paper in the bathroom. Right. Or you no, you wouldn't leave the last. You wouldn't leave the last scrap of it, right? Because yeah. it, it's not like you like he left no bread. It's no. like he left the shittiest parts of the bread. It's true. Yeah. And so it's like true. if you left, uh, if you left shitty toilet paper. <laughs> it's, it's like if I if I left like six squares of toilet paper, and then just went and passed out for like twelve hours mm. and knew that you were about to wake up. Yeah. Because that's basically what it is. Yeah. Well, I, like, I, I don't formally even... apologize for the bread situation. Oh, we're good. I'm more concerned about. I think maybe it's unhealthy to eat that much bread. Yeah. That's where I'm at now. I don't care as much about the personal slight that you have dealt to me. It's it's kind of like <laughs> if you had if you Tim had left or if Tom had left 6 squares of toilet paper after having used 3 quarters of the roll. <laughs> <laughs> Which in fairness, I probably consume toilet paper at a similar rate to how you consume loaves of bread. That's it's probably accurate. Tom, I'm I'm now concerned for your butthole. Here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing is I, I feel like this uh, Tom has a certain Freudian complex going on due to the amount of times that he has to use the washroom and then the amount of times that that subject comes up in the conversations of us three. It's because I don't have a dad. Yeah, probably. No, yeah. but the thing about working from home mm-hmm. is that you can just go to the bathroom whenever you kind of need to go to the bathroom. Right. So I just do that yeah. because I'm like, well, there's as soon as my body is slightly uncomfortable, the fact that I need to go to the bathroom, I might as well go to the bathroom. Can we pull up some like statistics on this for a future episode to find out like what is what is actually the like 
the mean regularity of of bathroom visits. You know this, don't you, Simon? I feel like this is a thing it's, you know. <laughs> uh, it's uh, so the <clears throat> it's quite a wide spectrum, as you might imagine. Okay, but it's anywhere between three times a day to once every three days. Wow. It's considered normal. See, but that last one freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. Once every three days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. If like one time you you wait three days and then you go, I f- I'd feel like okay, I'm fine, but I gotta I gotta poop more, yeah. right? It's more the first one that worries me. If someone poops three times a day, I feel like something's gotta be something's gotta be off. Well, but is is that like within acceptable range? Like, are all those things yeah. healthy? And if you go outside of that, it's abnormal, right? Or so, is it just because like if you're gonna talk about the full distribution, I'm sure it's anywhere from every five minutes to. Well, I don't know what the no. far end on the so, other end. So, so the the, the everything that's considered how, that's <clears throat> so it's really tricky because there's a lot of um, individual I don't know qualifiers basis on this yeah. where like bodies are unique. Like if if you poop every day, yeah, mm-hmm. and consistently every day doesn't have to be at the same time, but as <clears throat> you know once a day, and then all of a sudden you start pooping twice a day. Like pretty regularly, mm-hmm. that's still within the means of the of what's normal, right? But because it's different for you, there there may be an issue, right? And then you'd have to look at that. Okay. Same thing with like if you generally wait three days to poop, and like that's your that's just how regular you are. That's fine, and like there's no pain associated with it. There's nothing like worrisome. But then all of a sudden you're pooping every day. Then maybe that's worth looking into. Huh. So. It, like the, the 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 accepted spectrum is three times a day to once every three days, but it can but like you if you right, but if you if you're more than a, like if, if if you're too off from what you're used to exactly yeah, yeah. right yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. It's like how when we got back from YouTube next up, I pooped like six times a day for a week because but my you, diet was all weird. We really yeah, but you need to change the, the cause of that, right? Like yeah, you, yeah. We really yeah. should change the name of this con- of this podcast to poop for discussion. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Is this like? Did you learn this information from Wikipedia or like uh, from stuff you should know? Private oh, okay. study that you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they um, surveyed yeah. all your friends from uh, from HowStuffWorks.com, mm. which is a they have an article called How Poop Works. Mm. Okay, um, and like I, I know that a, a website called HowStuffWorks.com does not sound super reliable, but they are like, like no, they're good. They've they've been around since like the very early days of the internet, and they're really well known for doing really thorough research. Um, and and really only use like they're doing very good research only using the best sources. So you could say they know their shit. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, Patreon is a crowdfunding platform <laughs> that allows creators to work directly with their audience to produce the best possible content at the lowest possible cost. And if you like this show, you can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge to give us money. We don't mm-hmm. have any people who gave us questions for this week, so that's mm. the end of our Patreon section, I guess. Yeah. I so. Yeah. Right. Mm. Also, we have merch that we have completely forgotten about for the past like two months. Oh, that's oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Merch. You can go to tpublic.com. Actually, slash the link is really hard to do, so just look in the description, right? Yeah, that. Yeah. And yeah. get a shirt. We should find a way to shorten it. Well, there's like a short link. We could do right. like I just a, don't have it memorized. We it's do like, like right. a bit.ly, like just bit.ly slash... Can you, you do custom four D shirts? Yeah, yeah, oh, cool. yeah. We should do that. Mm-hmm. We probably won't by the time this episode comes up. No, but it's possible. We'll think about it. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. click that link. Buy a shirt. You can get one with an antelope, or you can get one with a Hamilton thing on it. Yeah, I still want to get the one with the antelope. I it's a it's a wonder to me that I still haven't gotten it. The antelope looks a lot like you. <clears throat> yeah, like if you were an antelope. Like it's not it's not saying that you. <laughs> It's not, I'm not disparaging you because like saying antelopes are not the prettiest creatures, but like right, you don't have a long face and weird horns. I don't have a strange double nose. Yeah, well, well yeah. yeah, your nose is perfectly proportioned to the rest of your face. <laughs> that is an old joke. Mm-hmm. That joke is possibly just as old. Uh, al- that's a joke is the, almost as old as our friendship. I think it is. What? Soon yeah. after, soon after Simon and I met, uh, I was on the metro with my friend Shannon, mm-hmm. and uh, we ran into Simon. And, you know, I introduced them, whatever. And then eventually we parted ways with Simon because he was just on the same train as us for like one or two yeah. stops. And then the first thing Shannon said to me was, your friend Simon has a really great nose. I feel like it's perfectly proportioned to the rest of his face. <laughs> That's what you want to hear, right? I, I appreciate good. that. Yeah. I, and nose. like what's funny was that like not very long after that, there was like some, I don't know, some girl from school who like had a 
crush on me for some reason. And I was just like not very into it. And I was like, sorry, I'm not. And she was like, whatever, you've got a big nose anyway. And I was like, that's not true. I know for a fact. I have a good authority that my nose is well proportioned. That's not necessarily true. It just means you might also have a big face. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a face where like just the rest of the things like are shaped in such a way that you having a big nose works perfectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm... I want to draw faces now. <laughs> Do you guys? We got animated. What? Oh, that's yeah. true. That's tr- yeah. yeah. So Man, cool. cool. What, so, what? Have you guys noticed what my nose looks like in the animation? No. no. Is, is it perfect? Do I haven't noticed. Do you have a nose in the animation? I'm not. I, I don't know if we remember. have noses. No. I like that my beard looks like half a helmet on my face, <laughs> just upside down. That's pretty cool. Yeah. If you guys want to go follow at piecat314, um, that's pi cat314. Um, she did a really cool, like, I think it's a she. Is it a she? I have no idea. It's I, a cat that likes math. Yeah, I it's true. There's something about it that feels like it's a she, but, but it really it couldn't be. Don't I just can't imagine it not be. I don't want to misgender you, like, so male or female, you did a cool animation yeah. either way. I just can't imagine why someone would want to animate us. <laughs> <laughs> as cool as that was, I was just kind of like, wow, this is shocking and wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It was very unexpected. Yeah, it's well. not like someone was like, hey, I'd really like to animate you. It's going to come in the next couple of weeks. And I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. They just like tweeted it at us out of nowhere. That's yeah, so I, I guess we have to come to the conclusion that we have people who actually care about our conversations. Yeah. And mm-hmm. have to like put in a bunch of time to make something about them. Yeah. Like I was looking at that and I was like, as far as animations go, it's like an easier style. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it still looked like probably a few hours of work at least. Yeah, for definitely. sure. And one thing that I loved about that animation was the way it sort of captured the weirdnesses of our speech. Mm-hmm. Like there's that section where Simon's talking about the kittens that didn't get murdered in his barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and like the animation beautifully captures the way that we all thought it was going and then <laughs> the way it wasn't. It was, I don't know. It was real good. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a nose, in fact, in the yeah. animation. Yeah. I'm watching it right now and I just don't have a nose, which, um, pie cat. Well, if you have no nose, it's probably well proportioned. That's factually incorrect. I don't have a nose. Like, is a lack of nose perfect? Is perfect? Is perfection? I mean, if perfection doesn't exist, then then and noses also don't exist. That's correct. Q E D. What does that mean? Um, quantum electrodynamics. Actually, yeah. Okay, but also it means quad s demonstrandum. I think. Which is it? It has been demonstrated. It just means I proved it. Shut up. Basically, that's like the short version. Do you guys actually like? Do you examine your features and like critique them? Oh, frequently in the, in the mirror and stuff like that. Like, do is that, I, is that do part I of your? Is that part of your process for like determining your either your, your like attractiveness <clears throat> and self worth and stuff like that? Like to because I it's sort of this meme in like. I don't know, usually associated with girls. And I I think it actually does happen, or at least it's taught to people that it should happen by reading magazines and stuff. They're like, on a, you know, like people will look at like where their cheekbones are and like, wh- like exactly how big their nose is and like whether their thighs are half an inch too wide and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious whether that's part of you guys' perception of yourself. Definitely. Like going mm-hmm. into that detail. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I get, I like, I spend a lot of time thinking about my hair. Hmm. Um, just because I want it to be a certain way. And it's, <clears throat> sometimes it isn't, sometimes it isn't. And so I can. I, if Generally, if you see me running my hand through my hair, it's not like a sub, like an unconscious thing. It's that I feel like it, it like it's wrong and right. I should, and I'm putting it back. It's I like think a little ha- out of yeah, place hair, that day. Yeah. I think hair is more like that to me than most other things because hair, I can kind of, like, it feels like you can control There's it. There's something right? you can do about if it. If it's yeah. wrong, then you can actually do something. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, if my, if my nose is the wrong shape, <coughs> I'm not really going to be able to fix that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's definitely, like, mm. been things that I've, I've noticed about my face yeah. and been like, oh, I'm more attractive with this kind of thing or less attractive with it. Like, you know, certain beard lengths mm-hmm. and also like, I think I am better looking when my brow is furrowed than when my brow is not furrowed. You do look good with a furrowed brow. So I, yeah. I have started, I, and this is, you know, a thing that I've done for years and years, the furrowed brow thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just become an instinctive thing for me yeah. that I now have a furrowed brow mm-hmm. because for a while I forced myself to do it because I was like, I look better with a furrowed brow. Mm-hmm. Tim, that, Tim, furrow your brow. I I don't know if I can. No, do it, but, <laughs> don't do that. But like that the one, what like <laughs> the one eyebrow raise thing that I do. I think for a while was sort of my my one social cue that I had figured out to express a certain <laughs> like like that I I can show people that I'm I'm like 
feeling kind of quizzical about what they're saying or like are, are you saying it's the only social cue you've ever figured out or no that, but or like there was, was a period of time when that was the only one it you was one of out. the first i think and i realized <laughs> that i could actually do it fairly well so now i think i just have like permanently miss like my eyebrows just one of them is higher than the other most of the time <laughs> huh. i've just, never actually noticed that but yeah it, it's kind of true yeah yeah it's just kind of how Weird. i live my yeah. life i i clench my jaw a lot because i have a very like sharp jawline mm-hmm. clench what do you mean clench like I'll um I'll just like clench it like I, you know like you like I, that thing you do where your jaws seize up and then you start to hear ringing in your ears. No, no. it's hard to explain clenching your jaw while clenching your jaw at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to I, do it. Okay, the best way that I can put it is is that I flex my masseter muscles. Masseter. Yes. The like the chewing ones. Yes. Okay. Hmm. That's hmm. what I do. Is it like I I essentially like pull my jaw. My like my two set of teeth together really tightly, and then and then like my master muscles kind of kind of bulge out. Oh, yeah, yeah, bulge out, and like just just the way that they do that, it like emphasizes the uh, the the angle of my jaw, and I feel like it looks good. Interesting. Oh, I've, I've totally never done that. Never yeah. thought about that in my life. <laughs> using your master muscles. I mean, to I mean, that, that's because you've got like an average jawline. Thanks. You know? <laughs> Like it's not a bad jawline. It's just mm. average. But if it was better, I would be. I would want to make it even better. Is that what you're saying? Possibly. Or if I it mean, was worse. I would want to make I, it even I better. I would. I think that that's why some guys have a chin strap. It's because they either have a. They think that it makes their their jawline looks better, or because they want to look like they have a better jawline. Chin straps almost never actually look good. Eh? No, they don't. I mean, there's. Wish some you people- guys had told me that for two years. <laughs> 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 I never thought of yours as a chin strap. What did you think of it as? Just ugh, dirty. <laughs> You it's put it on dirty. our cabin nine shirt. I, I, it's it's because it, it the way that it was, it looked like that was all you could grow, mm-hmm. and so I think no one felt like they should, like they could tell you, hey, don't grow that, because it looked like that was the only thing you could grow. Yeah. Well, if you if it's, if it would be better not to grow it, then tell the person, right? Well, I think it worked for you though. Yeah, it, like it became that's, a, that's the thing is, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. Like once you get used to someone a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but also like there's a difference between that that was kind of just the natural chin strap thing mm. and like the really intentionally like Oh yeah. yeah. Like like dividing like, your face. That's yeah. that's Where more it's like what a I'm sharp about. line kind of yeah. thing. Like that doesn't actually look good on anyone, mm-hmm. but people that's, do it. That's more what I what I'm what I'm talking about. I yeah. always think of that as like have you guys seen Face Off? Like the, it's uh, the, the, there. the movie where Oh, that one, no. I know. Nicolas the, Cage. Where yeah. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta trade faces. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, like when they're taking off the person's face, they like make incisions around basically the chin strap line. Well, that's how plastic surgery works too. If you get a whole new face. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure they based that on reality. Although none of that movie was based in reality. No. Really? No. None at all. Oh, well. Yeah. I, I also spent some, I don't know. I'm, I'm not very satisfied with my upper torso. No. I feel like it could like for for a long time I had like muscle issues that that got in the way but I feel like I don't know I would I, I feel like my arms are kind of scrawny and mm. same with my upper torso I think they're perfectly proportioned to the rest thanks, of your man. body <laughs> thanks uh, man no I mean I, I think you're in pretty good shape thanks yeah you're not like a bulky dude no but, t- totally yeah. and I, I don't want to be bulky but I do wish there's a bit more uh, a bit more meat a little more bulk. Oh, not a little, like, little no. more, little not, more bulk. Not bulky, but bulkish. Yeah, bulkish, bulkesque. Yeah, there, there have been times in my life where I've like actually tried to build a, an amount of muscle in my upper body, and it does like it's, it's nice, it's useful. But yeah. then I, um, something gets in the way, right? Like, and then, it, then it like it falls down the hierarchy of things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. And there's other things that take over your time yeah. and you forget about it. And then it's, it's surprisingly easy to like lose muscle mass. Like, oh yeah, it happens yeah. fast. Yeah. And you go back down to your standard ectomorph lankiness. Hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm sure ectomorph is a word. It is. It's, you remember those books that we read as kids about the people who <laughs> slowly turned into ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I always, yeah, if I, like, put the amount of work necessary into my body to, like, be muscular, I would be, like, a a very bulky person just mm-hmm. based on my like yeah. body type. Yeah. And I can it's, see that. it's appealing, but it's also like, I don't want to do that much work. Yeah. You'd kind of be like a lumberjack type. Yeah. Well, I have like the upper body for football. Mm. I just don't have mm. the like wanting concussions for football. Well, that's like, it's probably a good combination. Yeah. 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 I would say don't, 
Yeah. Don't, don't want concussions, even if you're a football player. Don't I feel want, like you should probably try to minimize that. I I think that's an important message to put out there because a lot of people really want, want concussions. Yeah, they think concussions are like street cred. Really? You know? No, I made that up. Yeah, man, it's not true. You I ever mean, you never had a concussion before? Dude, I mean, you're, I, you're you're missing out. Yeah, I I love being dizzy. You're not a real human until you've had a concussion for the first time. That's that might be correct. true. We might all have brain damage just from being pulled up. Like pushed out of the womb, I and like, then we just no one knows because everybody has it. I'm pretty sure I was a C-section. Okay, maybe that means you're better than us. Well, probably. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure. Like I wouldn't be surprised if I had a concussion. Hmm. I just don't know about it. Do you guys remember that time last winter or the winter before where I like just kind of randomly fell over and hit my head on a you desk? You just like fainted, eh? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. This was, I wasn't well, here. You, you I was saying, in BC. Yeah. It was oh, like I got back from okay. DC and told the story on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had just gotten up off a of bed too fast and like the blood rushed oh. to my head and like you know, like sometimes you get up yeah, too fast you and get you're a head like rush. a little bit unstable. Yeah. I just like blacked out and then I woke oh. up and I was like, Ooh, I'm in pain. What happened? Oh, I hit my head on a desk. Fun. Oh mm. wow. So I wouldn't be surprised if that like maybe Wait. concussed me minorly and I just Did you was feel fine. like confused afterward? I mean I blacked out and hit my head on a desk. Wouldn't you be confused? <laughs> I know, but I mean like like confused about not that, about other things that didn't have to do with it, you know? No. No? No. Because just... that's that's a telltale sign of a concussion. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. I uh when I was a kid I was once playing tag with a group of friends and just full on ran head like head first into a tree like at, at full speed oh <laughs> that's kind of the least surprising thing you can say that's one of the timidest things i've ever heard i mean everyone does it at some point i'm sure but yeah I, ca- I, I can't say that i have it's impressive like it it really it does i don't think i had a concussion but it's definitely a confusing thing to like to be blindsided to that extent because it's not even like clotheslined it's like there there was a tree and somehow i did not see it I, was, I guess I was looking backwards I, or something. There was some time when I'm, I must have been like nine, maybe eight, and uh, I it was my friend's birthday party and we all went skating, uh, like ice skating somewhere, and I just slipped and I'm pretty sure I fell headfirst on the on the ice and uh, like my friend's mom had to like sort of pick me up and bring me over to the bench because I was just like, uh, what's going on? And like I don't think I was concussed, but I do think that like. I had I had a yeah I, I, I kind of blacked out a bit. Well, you might have had a minor. You probably had a minor concussion. Like the mm-hmm. thing is that concussions really like it, it really depends. Like yeah, and it's like no one. I don't think no one really understands very well, like how different cu- concussions have different severities. Because some right. people deal with like post concussion syndrome for like years mm-hmm. when they get a concussion, but it's like it maybe affects just exactly what parts of your brain got hit. Mm-hmm. And also maybe like if you have a lot of small concussions, I think they can sort of build up over time. So right, yeah. Mm. So don't get another one. I don't think I'm pretty sure I haven't. Mm-hmm. Although I guess you're of the three of us, you might be the most likely to get one. Yeah, just because you use your body. More. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, At all, it, just full stop. <laughs> you use your body, so yeah, you might hurt yeah, yourself. Yeah. Uh, last semester, I did uh, during during one class, we were doing a warm up, and I friend of mine and i like solidly bonked each other's heads just like by <laughs> solidly bonked <laughs> and we both had a moment of like we have to stop and make sure we're okay and and we were but uh we <laughs> it was this weird thing where like we were looking for ice because i think we both were like it'd be good to have ice hmm. um <laughs> but there was no ice so the guy who was looking for it ended up going to the security desk to ask if we could have an ice pack, but for them to give an ice pack, they have to do like an injury report. Uh. And so then like we were, we, by the time we realized we were okay, two security guards arrived at the, at the studio and we had to like step out and answer all these questions about like what we were doing and what happened and how we feel and are we confused? And, we're just like this is such a bigger thing than we wanted it to be. Like, we're fine. We just wanted an ice pack. We just wanted a good solid bonking. <laughs> we just bonked each other's heads. We're good. We're all right. Oh man, that's fun. Yeah. I have been thinking yeah. that like like I've been putting off sort of dealing with this leg thing. Hmm. Like the knee, it's just like it, it kind of works. It's like it's functional. I occasionally do the exercises to make it com- not completely bad. Um, but I have I haven't like followed up with the hospital or anything to actually get it fixed. Hmm. So I still you know it would still be a very bad idea for me to like run or rock climb or do high jump or whatever. All things you regularly do. But I've been thinking about how like I don't know just recently I've I've been realizing that I actually do miss 
like being able to do that. Mm. Like there was a while where I was kind of in denial and I was like, well, I live a sedentary lifestyle, like whatever. I don't want to deal with this. But then with summer approaching, it's like, no, I would like to have the option of, you know, being healthy, <laughs> like yeah. doing, doing things with my body that are fun. Cause the rowing machine, I find it kind of boring. Like, mm. Like I, yeah. I, it's, it's, I, I like it. Like I've, I've used it a couple of times now because it is a way for me to do cardio and I haven't been able to do that for like six months now. Mm. Um, but at the same time, every time I do it, I'm like, Oh, I'd rather like be running or something. Right. Sure. I'd rather be like out in the world. Um, that's the key difference between you and me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can sit in the basement and it's cold down here, <laughs> but I don't have to see people. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough yeah totally fair or like uh, trampolines <laughs> trampolines are fun i want to be able to do that mm. yeah mm. i don't yeah i i kind of feel the same way you do where like i've tried to to go to the gym but i i just it just didn't quite do it for me mm. yeah. i feel i don't know there's something about it i just didn't like being surrounded by like gym people yeah mm. and you know? and it's weird because there's like a few different kinds of gym people but yeah. they're all gym people they're all gym people yeah yeah there's always like some like old dude in sweatpants and bright white sneakers who's like doing clearly doing a lot more than he should, but he's like I mean he's making it through. Mm-hmm. And then there's like just big buff dudes that judge you, or at least make me feel like I'm being judged, despite the fact that they probably have n- not noticed me at all. See, the thing that makes it hard for me to want to go to the gym, apart from just like you know having to leave the house yeah. and go to the gym, <laughs> is like when I get into the gym and there's like. Guys who are definitely half my age and are lifting heavier things that I can lift. Yeah. Mm. Maybe not half my age, literally. But like that would make them twelve. Yeah. But there's like, you know, fourteen, fifteen year olds in the gym who are like shredded. And I'm like, I was not good at anything to the extent that you were good (laughs) at lifting weights when I was your age. Right. You're feeling the youngins coming for your social dominance. Yeah. I don't like being aware that teenagers are way more muscular than me. It freaks me out. (laughs) Like, stop it. You're supposed to be like sad and doughy <laughs> <laughs> like I all was. all teenagers are supposed to be like tom was. yeah yeah and in retrospect you know i knew some i mean nate pearl was like a, a monster in high school too but, <laughs> but, but you know in my experience high school was a time for being a, a, a sweet soft boy <laughs> <laughs> come to the realization that nope some people are fit yeah. mm-hmm yeah yeah start fit and stay fit that's kind of why i like more creative styles of workout like them jazzercise jazzercise or the the parkour gym in st henry that like Mm. one where you 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 horse trot (laughs) (laughs) it's like you 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 do sort of like a horse trot down the down the street you know riding horses no not on a horse though you are the horse (laughs) it looks real good I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll send you a link. You, I, I've, I've that parkour gym. I've, have you been there? Uh, I no, but I have a friend who's been there, and he says it's really, really cool. Because I would love to do that. That's another yeah. thing that I'm like. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that seems like nice a useful type of exercise. Yeah, because then, like, if you're ever really in need, you <laughs> you can rely upon that. Whereas if if you and I, like that's that's one thing that I learned very early on in my theater training is like you can go to the gym and it will help, but there's a way. Of there's like essentially two ways of using the gym machines, and one of the ways is um, I can't remember the terms, but essentially one of the ways is that it just trains your muscles to do one thing, mm-hmm. and so if all you do is bicep curls, you, that's all your muscles will be able to do. And generally, when your muscles are huge, is because you train them at one thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whereas if you um, do more sort of um, versatile exercises like gymnastics or swimming or Ooh. fencing or parkour then it uses all of your um muscles in very versatile ways so you maybe won't be as buff but you'll like your muscles will be really good at doing a lot of different things right. you yeah. end up like bruce lee like in the maximum extent yeah totally like bruce lee wasn't huge but he like he could do a lot of things mm-hmm. you know like oh, yeah. he, like the rock for example does not look super flexible I mean, I'm sure he's fairly flexible, but like there's just the very basic fact that like his muscles are in the way of his other muscles. That's part yeah. of his brand, though. Like if you have a flexible yeah. rock, it's not good for much. No, that's true. True. Yeah, but that's it. It's about taking a holistic approach to yeah. to mm. muscle lifting. Holistic. I, muscle. I, really I, like wish, that word, holistic. I wish there was a, a, a word that meant the same thing that wasn't that word. All multidimensional. All encompassing. Catholic. 
I, I realized the thing that made me most recently realize that I wanted to have full like use of my body again was that I watched a video of the Japanese tsunami and there were people running away from the tsunami and I was like, shit, if I had to run away from a tsunami, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. I would be dead. The risks for tsunamis in Montreal are quite large. You never know. <laughs> I guess I mean, with the oceans rising, we yeah. are on an island. Yeah. yeah. What if Mount Royal becomes active and explodes? I, not, wait, what? Mon- what? Yeah, Mount Royal's a volcano. Uh, yeah. It's more, more, more. It's a long extinct volcano. More accurately described as a large bubble. It's like it, it's, it's not. It's not particularly <laughs> a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So all these, you know, when you go up in Mount Royal, you see like <laughs> you you look down south, and it's just like flat, flat. <sighs> the entirety of of the of, of the place is flat. But then there's like these these just hills out of nowhere, right? Sure. Like Mount Saint Saint Hilaire or whatever. It is. It's just like this hill in the middle of a flat plain. Sure. Like that doesn't it doesn't happen. That's weird. Mountains are usually like like full. That's false. It did happen. Here. It was but, Mount Saint. Yeah, but what it is is that way back in the day, there were like these big gigantic magma bubbles that like poked up out of the earth and like, and there was a mountain there. So is the scientific name for it a large bubble? They're called Monteregian Hills around here. Big poppy pals. Well, that's because they're hills in the Monteregie. Yeah, but they're they're big bubbles, big 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 volcanic bubbles. bubbles. So they're not going to explode. But you know, you never know. I mean, I feel like we do though. We do explode? We do know. We do know. We do, yes. <laughs> so wait, wait, if I drilled deep enough into Mount Royal, would it just be hollow inside? Would it be like... I, no. I it feel like it just, it's all just hard rock at this point. Well, yeah. Like, have you ever been to Hard Rock Cafe? Yeah. Like, it. I mean, it's a bubble of, like, no. It's not like there was a big gas bubble that formed. It was like a, a punching through of liquid rock that now is solid. So, so it's like a zit. Yeah. It's like a long-hardened magma zit. Yeah, so like uh, the internals of the zit have now solidified just into like scar tissue. <gasps> yeah, you're not gonna get a, get rid of it. You know, it's it's almost like if a zit became a mole. Oh God, does that happen? No, no moles but, are mole. But it's, it's more like a mole, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like a skin tag. It's, it's like a yeah. mole. It's a. It's like you're making a mountain out of a mole hill. <laughs> Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the oh. Discussion Podcast. <laughs> Is that really the end? I mean, we were oh, cool. about an hour. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash discussion. Give us your money. Go to TeePublic in the link in the description. Buy us a shirt. Buy us a shirt. Buy us a shirt. Send it to us and pay for it. <laughs> Buy Sim- us a Simon- single shirt. Simon wants one of those antelope shirts. Yeah, can you get me one? You can send, like send it to, to PO him. Box 22585 Monklin PO in Montreal, Quebec. And it'll get to us. Yeah, put my name on it. Actually, don't don't put Simon's name on it right up for discussion because they, they might yeah. see the un, unrecognized name and be confused. That's at the post true. office. Put f- for Simon Pelty on a piece of paper that you put inside the envelope that has the T-shirt. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, that one. I like and beige. Then the people bowed and prayed Ta-da. to the neon god they made. Ta-da. And the sign flashed out its warning Ta-da! In the words that it was forming Ta-da! And the sign said the words of the prophets are written on the subway walls And tenement halls And echoed in the sound Of silence you can follow this show at Down With Talking on Twitter. You can follow me at Tom's Lot and I follow Tim at Acapella Science. Follow Simon at Know The Other Simon. These are all the same on Instagram also.